0: Joining us on the program today, we have Chickasha Mayor Chris Mosley. Mayor, thanks for coming in. Thanks, George. And we have City Manager Tyler Brooks. Tyler, thanks for coming in. Good morning. Thank you. wanted to kind of get you on the program today and talk a little bit about, uh, well, it's been a while since you've both been on, but uh, it's budget time and uh, the City Council had a public hearing uh, this last week. Oh, it's Uh, always a good time. Trying to get ready for that. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, but uh, just... In general kind of talk about uh, there's three budgets really that the the council has to kind of approve so let's kind of let's do a little summary about that
1: well you have multiple funds and I'll let Tyler do a lot of speaking Mm -hmm. he's our operational side and city manager but you have the general fund you have the municipal authority the Shay municipal airport authority you also have the Shay industrial authority Um, so there's all these different items you have to take a look at and so you have to project your revenues and so Uh, When uh, at the air show this last week, I had a chance of meeting up with um, uh, Governor Stitt and and his aides and I talked about some funding sources and some things they were talking about and and uh, I'm not bashful. I pretty much told him I think they're wrong and uh, and (laughs) What we need to do so we'll see how smart I am or not. All right,
0: so let's talk about the the general fund budget Tyler a little bit and uh, a lot of the things a lot of your bill, a lot of the bills of the city comes out of the general fund.
2: Yeah, that is correct. And um, the general fund is, yeah, like you said, it's where we do a lot of our day-to-day operations. Um, we had a lot of different guiding principles that we, that we were going off of. Uh, one thing I asked my staff to do was to prioritize training and sustainability and, and just so that we can have a realistic budget that makes sense for the future. You know, it's hard to look back and do a trend analysis and see what makes sense on things when, um, you know, you know maybe there's we're trying to get to more accurate financial activity, I suppose, so that it's easier to do a trend analysis and plan for the future and make things more sustainable. Um, And so there's there's a few different priorities that we've talked about, a few different goals we're trying to get to as we went through, you know, our budgeting and planning process, and as we're still going through it.
0: So how long was your uh uh, work session had a work session a couple Saturdays ago, and went, I'm sure went for a, a couple six hours six
1: and a half hours. Yeah, R- really? Wow. Yeah, you can blame me. I love numbers.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it was, it was good discussion. Um, you know Cindy Rogers finance director had a lot of stuff prepared and uh, you know the council was able to ask a lot of questions so that that was productive and insightful I think for them and we were able to get a, a little bit pick their brains a little bit more on kind of the vision that they had so we can come back and make a few changes and do as we need to do going so, forward
0: so what is the number for the general fund what's the project what was the last year's budget and do we have some numbers we could talk about on that
2: yeah so um, last year's budget well this year we're projecting about about 20 million dollars on expenditures Um, and so that's a little bit of an increase we also are forecasting a little bit of an increase in revenue in a couple different areas Um, we haven't finished plugging in all of those numbers yet we're really close to that just kind of finalizing some of those things to to see what makes sense and uh, so that that's about where we're at where we're at with with general fund right around there
0: uh, and how about the municipal authority? What's that look like?
2: Uh, CMA, that's at about, right now it's sitting at about 18 million in expenditures. And if we're going down to CMAA.
0: That's the airport, airport. authority. Yep.
2: It, yeah, I think it's
1: like a million and a
2: half. Yeah, yeah, about 1.5 million. That's right. And, and, you know, good news in the airport, we've got a few more grants coming in this year. Um, so that'll, that'll help us hopefully move forward with some things so that it's not just sitting still. The airport is a gem out there. And uh, you know, you know, Clint Cameron, those guys out there—they do a great job maintaining it. We hear from pilots flying in from out of town all the time that this is just—it's state of, you know, it's uh, it's first class. So we want to maintain that and make it even better.
0: Right, and I've heard nothing but good things uh, from the air show last last week, Mayor. Yeah, the air show was a great event. We had uh, just under
1: 5,600 people out there. Um, we actually had somebody clicking as they crossed the gate, so we pretty accurate with the head count. Um, and we had about forty somewhat planes fly in for it because you started just a fly in, right? And then we got a little more involved. We had some static displays, and now it's we had paratroopers. Or, you know, it was really an exciting event, um, and that with the fifty six hundred people out there. Plus, we had the the ball fields were active that day with ninety teams playing, and and Tyler was doing some issues out there just because of wetness. You know mm-hmm. what? You know, just the rain we've had. Um, and so that went, it's about smooth as we can be. I do want to thank the chick school district for allowing us to use two of their fields, uh, for the, for the tournament to use. So, uh, cause we were short just cause we had some fields that were not playable for a while. Um, uh, but it we also had the Relay for Life going on downtown. Mm-hmm. It was just a crazy weekend last weekend, but going back to the airport, it is an amazing little place. And so we have, we have a pad poured for tea hangers. And so what Tyler's talking about some of these projects would be these T would be coming in because there is a, a high demand for aircraft. I was watching a news report. The private passenger aircraft traffic has increased 400% because of COVID and, 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 fly, and shortages of flights, you know, flights always getting canceled. Well, if you have your own aircraft or charter aircraft, that's different because you can go, you can operate out of any airport. You don't have to go through all the massive security checks, uh, that you have to do through like a DFW or someplace like that, you know, you just take off and go now, the, but there's a cost involved with it. It's right. more expensive, uh, but you have a lot of ease of use. at right. that point. Also. But
0: uh, Tyler, you mentioned looking at some ARPA funds and some other grants and things to maybe help out with some of that construction.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So, um, we typically have our, our normal grant that comes in about 150,000 every year. And, uh, we're actually, gonna have almost that same amount in addition to that. So we're we had to redo our capital improvement plan in a good way so we can make, make plans for uh for some more projects coming in out there. So we're we're looking at doing a lot of good things at the airport. Uh there's some some business that's interested in actually utilizing the industrial road that's been built out there. So we're trying to trying to move forward with those things and capitalize on that and really just keep putting Chickasha on the map.
0: Right. Uh, Can you give us an update on some of the uh, uh, aircraft related companies that are interested in maybe locating out there?
2: Well, we're still really early in those talks, but the discussions are happening there. They've heard about our road. They've heard about uh, the momentum that we have here in Chickasha on a lot of economic fronts. And so they're reaching out. We've had discussions, but, um, you know, before we get into the details of those businesses and, and things like that, we, we need to have a little more progression on that okay. first.
0: What about the uh, old armory that's out there? Is that uh, being used for anything right now?
2: Yes, it is currently leased out um, to, I believe, Stanley Systems, and they're they're storing a lot of their equipment out there.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah, a lot of vehicles, a lot of folks in town uh, for that air show uh, last week. No doubt about that.
2: Yeah, and, George, if I could touch on that sports sure. complex. Uh, mm-hmm. This tournament this last weekend um, – We got so much rain the night before, and... I wanted to just just talk about how big of an impact that field leveling project was this, this uh, yeah, February. Yeah, because you
0: spent some extra money and uh, brought in the professional crew to just do some field improvements. And yeah. it really helped out, I guess. Huh? Yeah,
2: exactly. We had a lot of tournaments canceled the last few years because our fields were not level. So if it rained, even just a little bit, we'd have standing water in the infield. We couldn't get it cleared out. They'd get canceled. And that's obviously a huge economic impact on our local businesses, restaurants. And, and, you know, sales tax revenue and all of that. So um, back in February, there was about $93,000 put into the infields. We had a professional company come in. They've done work for Division One colleges. Uh, I believe they did work. Uh, at the Oklahoma City Dodgers Fields. Um, They're a very reputable company. They came in, they leveled all of our fields, put new dirt on top, and it's already paid off. We've had now four tournaments that have not been canceled because of rain when everybody else around us has been canceled. And this last one was, we had so much rain, we were really close to canceling. But I wanted to give a shout out to our crew out there and to our, our parks crew as well. Um, I got a text message from our sports coordinator that said, Hey, if we don't get these fields dried out and up and running, you know, by about two o'clock here, they're going to have to cancel because they won't have enough fields. So I, I called out to our parks crew and I said, Hey, call your people in, let's get out there. We can't drive on them with our gators and, and rake it up that way. Cause it'll just sink in and create ruts. So we were out there with hand rakes, um, stirring it up and drying it out. And and we got it up. We got it running. It was a really big turnaround when it was really looking like it wasn't going to happen. So they, they came in on, on Saturdays and really worked hard, and, and um, we got it going. And the economic impact from that, I've heard from several businesses that they were they were up significantly this weekend.
0: Uh, you get uh, all these, you know, three or 400 kids coming in to play ball, and they're here all weekend pretty much. And, uh, yeah, yeah. We, had,
2: we had 90 teams here this weekend. It was our biggest tournament of the year. So that was a huge win for them coming in, getting those up and running.
0: Uh, and some other improvements coming to the sports complex at some point, uh, something with the sidewalks. Some of the. Well, looking at, look at some additional sidewalks
1: for repairs. We did a project earlier this year replacing sidewalk lighting. So all that's been replaced. Uh, we had some, a lot of fixtures that weren't working. Um, going through, Todd's had the, the battle with. Uh, some electrical components haven't been working correctly, and so they're working through the problems there, dealing with some parking lot lighting and some other building lines and said projects taking place. And really that is just a um, – we're trying to play a little catch-up. And so we started playing catch-up about July of last year. And so we, it just, it's just taken a while to go through it. Uh, the money we've used, the general fund's not able to sustain it. So it came from the Chickasha Industrial Authority, which can be used for tourism. And that ball field out there is a a tourism draw Um, through a a software that we use to count cell phones or apps on cell phones. We had 440,000 people out there last year at the sports complex. So obviously it's a big draw. So we want to, the more people we get out there, the more we can track them from what hotel they're staying at, um, what restaurants are going to where they're shopping afterwards? I mean, it's really creepy, but we can follow their every move throughout Chickasha, and so and we also know where they're coming from. So now we know who to target. We know who's willing to drive uh, and how far away, and those are the people that we want to
2: invite here back. Yeah, and I also wanted to point out, um, you know, our parking our parking lot lights in the in, uh, in the sports complex. We had probably seventy five percent of them that weren't working. The the lights were. They were just off, and it was old. There was a lot of, uh, you know, the wind causes those those fixtures to, to move back and forth, vibrate a lot. It rubbed off a lot of the insulation on the And, and we had wiring. a lot of wind this past weekend. <laughs> yeah, we did. And uh, so over time, that just wore down those wires. Sure. And we had our electric company come out there, and uh, they did a great job. They got them up and running, and they actually converted them over to LED. So they're going to use about a third of the electricity they were before, and we only need about half the lights that we actually had before. So it's actually uh, you know, a lot less than a third because we're only using half the lights and that's something that we asked our, um, our city to prioritize, um, with our budgeting. We asked them to kind of seek some investment opportunities like that, that pay for themselves over time. Um, you know, we can use some ARPA funds to, to do things like that, like converting to LED lighting throughout the city and those things will pay for themselves over time. We don't want it to just be a one time use and it's done and we move on. We want it to, we want to see, uh, you know, dividends from that in the future
0: the sports complex 20 years old
1: is around 2005 2006 okay so 15
0: flight. plus yeah. years and it's been a great uh, it's been a great asset it has been a great yeah, asset. You know, we got treated <clears throat> that way mm-hmm. when we're,
1: we of course we're just touching about a small portion of the budget we need to work on uh, we've got ARPA um, funds which uh, we can match with other projects for water we are looking at uh, street repair um, and if you're going to do repair the water, then you're going to tear up the streets. So now it gives you an opportunity to do both. Um, it's, I mean, it's just we have hundreds and probably thousands of miles in Chickasha of road. And, you know, we'll try to be as aggressive as we can be as the budget will allow. Uh, you know, everybody wants more. And I, trust me, I want more, too. Uh, we've, we've got some spots that are bad, and uh, we know that. And so it's just fi- working those priorities, uh, traffic counts. Um, location and you know emergency maybe it's emergency route those are all going to lay precedence on what gets done first and that
2: was the that's a huge piece of our of our budget coming up uh, this next year how we're going to use some of our arpa funds is a comprehensive city plan i talk about that all the time the council's probably tired of hearing me talk about it because it's the answer to a lot of our a lot of our problems and a capital improvement plan as well Right now, we don't have a, a good 20-year roadmap that steers our day-to-day operations. We're kind of, uh, you know, kind of firefighters putting out a lot of things as they come up. Well, how are you going to plan for the future if you're if the most your capital improvement plan sees is one year out? How are you going to plan for expenses that are coming up, like our water treatment facility? We were told, you know, years ago that it needs to be replaced, and we're at the end of that forecast of how much life it has left on it. So, um, we're gonna, you know, that capital improvement plan is huge how do we do life cycle management of our fleet so that we don't have to buy, we don't have to spend millions of dollars in one year because they're all going bad because they're all so old, so why are we, yep. you know.
0: At the same age, you got at the same time, yeah. Exactly, yeah. so
2: doing some life cycle <laughs> management there. And um, you know, the, the comprehensive city plan, just to kind of explain what that is for people that, that don't know, uh, good cities, cities that are succeeding, cities that are financially responsible, they have a good comprehensive plan. And what that does for you is it identif- identifies all the values of the city, and then it assigns projects that ensure all those values are being met. And it does it over time. It puts dollar amounts on all those things, and it schedules them out so that we're all pulling in the same direction. And it, and it, it also incorporates a lot of things like our land use plan. So we've got city limits you know, put out there. Um, what are we doing inside those city limits? Instead of just being like, well, this is a good idea. Let's let's put that over here. Now let's put this over here. What do you think about that? Well, let's already have that plan put together so that when businesses come to our economic development, uh, you know, offices, you know, they already know. Hey, here's here's this spot over here is is ready to go. We're trying to go this way with this area of town and this way with this area of town and that will that city plan it's it's a land use plan it's talking about resources it's talking about our values it's talking about getting our parks up to up to speed um it's it's a huge plan that we need to use in our day-to-day operations and we need to dust it off at least every five years do a significant evaluation of it to make sure that we're actually following that plan right what Um, about
0: the citizen input on on
2: yeah that's exactly it so um one of the firms we're looking at helping us with this um Is really involved in getting citizens involved. Um, They do a lot of meetings in the public, different times of day, different days of the week, so they can come in, and the city can really own the direction. The citizens of the city can really own the direction that the city needs to go, and that's really how it should be. Because you know, the staff of the of the city, you know, the 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 citizens don't exist for the staff. The staff exists for the citizens, and so we need them being heavily involved in driving and telling us what their needs are what their wants are and making sure that we're growing responsibility making sure we're incorporating things like um you know the highway realignment project and making sure that we're annexing properly to to uh to capitalize on that traffic anything else like that that might be going on speaking of the highway realignment uh,
0: the city recently i guess reached an agreement with odot about uh, maintaining fourth street now uh once they once the realignment is complete yeah, here that's where like a resolution yeah. that we had
1: done and that's <clears throat> part of that's where they can get their funding off a grant off a federal grant it's because that is some of it's state some is going to be a federal grant funded on that bypass because pre-covid that eight mile track was going to be about 250 million dollars it's a massive project for odot um we're, we're talking now with odot on um who gets to pay for the re- relocation of utilities? And um, so I've I've had some conversations with them. I've included Tyler with when I've talked to him before um, that I don't want to pay for it, mm-hmm. and uh, and I, I give them my reasons why, and and I know that um, uh, ODOT is receiving money from uh, the federal government, and uh, that came from Tom Cole's office. And so I'm thinking, why should I pay for it if you're getting paid? And so we've had very good conversations with uh, uh, them. And so we'll, we'll hopefully come to a really good agreement on some of those expenses. So what
0: about uh, when the when the bypass goes through, uh, the city's going to have to maintain 4th Street from, like, downtown to Elmore Al- Drive? Elmar yeah. to
1: Choctaw. Um, and that'd be, you know, there's other communities that haven't done that. And so they will be a different conversation we'll have later on all
0: right uh, so uh, to be determined
2: i guess so there, we could yeah, say yeah. That. yeah and george to, to circle back around i wanted to touch on one more thing with this comprehensive city plan since 2013 we've probably spent over half a million dollars on all kinds of plans okay we've had we've had a master drainage study done in 2021 a water wastewater study done in 2013 street and drainage inventory in 2015 a master parks plan in 2013 these plans are great but what we have what have we done with them yeah not very much Yeah. yeah and the reason for that is because everything they identify in there is expensive these are good plans we needed these studies to be done but now we need to prioritize all these things and what this comprehensive city plan does is it takes the most important things from those from those plans and it assigns a timeline, it assigns a cost to them, and it gets us moving forward with those things. What's the point in spending a half million dollars on all these plans if we are not going to do anything with them? So let's put them into action. Let's do it. Uh, let's get it done. Let's move forward. Um,
0: the condition of the cemeteries uh, over Memorial Day weekend was an issue discussed this week, and I know it's an issue you've been working on since you got here, I guess, as far as cemetery maintenance is concerned.
2: Yeah, cemeteries uh, over Memorial Day weekend, It's it, it, it's not... It did not meet the expectation for the citizens, and, uh, and we certainly need to do better next year and that's that's just um
0: and not just for memorial day because it's the sac- they're sacred places for sure
2: absolutely regular maintenance on them is is something that we need to we need to do better at um this year one thing we we have struggled a little bit with with gaining uh some seasonal employees that we had typically historically have not had trouble with um we raised their their wages to try to attract more talent or you know more work and more labor and and uh and we we got a few um, which helped, but we still need to keep going. We still need to keep recruiting. Recruiting is a problem for a lot of people everywhere. and a lot um, of
0: businesses, yeah, everywhere, yeah.
2: Yeah, but at the end of the day, um, you know, what really would have helped is if we would have got, you know, we see how short-staffed we are. So what really would have helped is if we could have got out a call for volunteers a little sooner and had them get out there and help us out to supplement and make things better. That's something that I certainly learned from as a city manager, and uh, I look to improve upon next year. So um, that's, you know, we need to do better. We didn't meet their expectations, certainly doesn't meet my expectations, and so we're going to do better next year. And I've actually had some discussions with, uh, one of our cemetery board members about trying to get that back up and running a little more active. Maybe they have a call for volunteers that they normally, um, you know, have on standby that, you know, pe- people walk and jog the cemetery every, every day. Uh, it's a peaceful place. It's a sacred place, as you said. I think that's an appropriate word for it. And uh, I'd like to get people involved and help us out with those things um, as they come up. Uh, we established a volunteer program back in early May. That's a formal volunteer program. And Shay actually sent out a call to all of our department directors and said, um, Shay is our marketing Mm -hmm. uh, coordinator. Um, she, She oversees that volunteer program. She said, hey, let's get a list of projects together that we don't have enough staff to do. That way, when organizations reach out to us, we can say, yes, here's a project you can go take care of. Here's another project. Or conversely, if we have something like Memorial Day, where we realize we're not, we're a little behind, we can just put out that call for volunteers. We've already got that bank of volunteers, the list going, and we can just proactively move forward with that. So I think that volunteer program will certainly help a lot in the future. And hopefully uh, we can get that, uh, you know, we'll get the cemetery moving in the direction that everybody expects.
0: Uh, let's talk about uh, the dog park, which has been a project that's been going for almost a year now. Yep. Um, and I know that's been, uh, uh, the weather's been a factor uh, recently, but uh, are we getting close yes. on the dog park?
2: Yes, we're getting close. There's really just a, a few less, you know, things that need to get done in there. Um, they they should have been done a couple of weeks ago but we just keep getting pounded with rain a lot of it is mud work and dirt work and it's just uh, and, and plumbing um it's really not going to take that long to finish what we need to do but um you know i'm working closely with the contractor to to try to try to push that along and and move it along get it done we have a generous donor a uh, family who has really contributed a lot of time and effort and and dollars into making sure this is done and we need to make sure that we're recognizing them and taking it seriously and um and, you know they're anxious to get it open we're anxious to get it open and it's going to be a really gem, a big gem for the city and especially for those neighborhoods so
0: a couple minutes left on the show um we wanted to talk about we talked about the budget a little bit to uh, yep. mayor um uh the the proposed budget will be placed on the city's website within a few days so yeah. folks can uh, take a, yeah, take a I, look, I, look at that
1: i was talking to tyler about this how to title and i said the preliminary budget uh Uh, proposed to me is a little stronger wording uh so preliminary this is kind of what we're looking at because the council will have you know the final say then then we'll post We'll have the preliminary up there, and then, of course, then we'll change that to the, the final budget at that point. And
0: that'll have, be how many week or so,
2: maybe, do you think? Or? Yeah, it'll, it'll be next week. Um, you know, we're going to get up there as soon as we can, but uh, but next week that way the citizens hopefully have a couple days to look at it before the end of the week and before council died, you know dives into it over the weekend so they can have some input on that.
0: We've got a couple of new key employees I wanted you uh, to introduce uh, to the folks we've got a new parks and rec guy that, uh, just came in this week
2: yep spencer wins and reed came in from minnesota uh he he is very motivated he's a certified parks and recreation association professional uh, he's motivated he has good experience that he's bringing forward to us um, he he just started on monday but for the two weeks leading up to it a uh, tuesday rather but for the two weeks leading up to it he'd already been reaching out to me hey what do you think about these ideas hey our city does this and i think it'd be a good idea to do it this way and i'm like yes that's a great idea and within a couple hours he was like here's our ordinances here's the framework this is how we're going to do this and i'm like that's great lean forward he's he he leans forward hard and uh he's he's going to be a huge uh, a huge asset for the city
0: he was a parks rent guy in minnesota
2: yep yeah he was in in uh, wendom minnesota and and he came down here and uh, and he's he's hitting the ground running. He's doing a lot of good things. You you meet him, you'll like him. Got a good sense of humor. Takes things seriously as well. Very professional.
0: And um, uh, a new public works director, or at least on an interim basis.
2: Yep, Jim Crosby has been operating as our interim public works director since uh, Tuesday, and he has been he has really hit the ground running. Um, he's been a a good. Asset for those guys over there, uh, stabilizing force. He comes in as a prior city manager with over 40 years' experience as a city manager. Uh, he was city manager in uh, Norman, Yukon. Piedmont called him out of retirement from Yukon, said, Hey, can you come and, and be an interim? And he stayed there for five years. Then he retired again. And then Yukon called him back and said, Hey, can you come back and uh, and you know fix a few things around here again and so he came back did that for five years and retired again um he jim is exactly what we need over there while we do our 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 search for a public works director Uh, countless just just a lot of wisdom that will benefit not only public works director but everybody that sits around our 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 staff table at our staff meetings every week so we're we're very fortunate to have him
0: tyler thanks for coming in appreciate it very much and uh Things are going well, I guess, in the short time you've been here. So, thank you. Some we're, things you've learned about the city since you've been here. Yep,
2: yeah, definitely a lot of lessons learned, yeah. but a lot of momentum that we're building as well. Staff is really pulling in the same direction. We're going to do some good things here. But,
0: uh, Chris, let's remind folks about the Ward Four meeting
1: Monday, Friday, night, right? Right? Monday night, right? Monday mm-hmm. night, six thirty. It's going to be at the police department. Um, it's open to all citizens, but really, it's be the Ward Four council members uh, will be there. Uh, Tyler will be there. I'll be there. I'll be there. Um, it's just opportunity for the citizens to reach out make it easy so they can reach out to their um, their representatives and uh, ask some questions maybe we'll have some good answers for them uh, Of course no action can come from it because it's not it's not a, a meeting that we can take a vote on uh, there's no set agenda uh, we're just there to answer questions and trying to Be as
0: transparent as possible. Just have some interaction with the the citizens. That's a good way to do it. Okay. Baker, thanks for coming in. Uh, You bet, George. Tyler, thank you very much.
2: Thanks, George.